You're listening to Metro FM. We are talking obesity, uh, the causes of obesity, um, controllable causes and non-controllable causes. I know when living with an underactive thyroid like I do, um, you know, chances of you being obese. I'm a special case, I'm told by my endocrinologists, where I'm not obese over the years of living with an underactive thyroid and being so bad with taking my meds. I should be a mess of a round figure oh, wow. right now. But um, when you're not as fortunate as I am, uh, you tend to deal with this, this serious thing called obesity. And mm. we're speaking today in studio with us is um, the founder, uh, pharmacist and founder of the Eden Life Wellness Clinic, Paula Galvao. Paula, good morning. How are you? Morning. Well, how are you? Fantastic. Great um, to be here. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to come through and join us. Uh, we're, this thing called obesity, the uncontrollable causes. I'd like us to start there. Let's clarify the uncontrollable causes of obesity and then move our way into the controllable forces of obesity and causes of obesity. Well, I mean, are there really uncontrollable causes? Um, one could look at thyroid disease mm-hmm. as being one of those uncontrollable causes. Um, but then again, we do have medication to mm-hmm. treat that. Mm-hmm. Um, there is also autoimmune thyroiditis. Mm-hmm. And South Africa has the highest incidence in the world of autoimmune thyroiditis. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is simply because we have no selenium in our soil. Mm. So we don't get selenium in the food that we eat. What is selenium? For anyone who's listening, who has, who's like literally myself hearing this word for the first time, Mm. what products does selenium contain that makes our food a little better for us to eat? Well, we actually can't get selenium in any of our food because any food that we grow in our soil, that we farm in our soil, um, it just doesn't come into our food, whether it's a vegetable, mm-hmm. whether it's a, f- a fruit, whether it's our bread, uh, our flour, none of our food has selenium. What is selenium? Selenium is a nutrient mm-hmm. that prevents autoimmunity. Okay. So we have the highest incidence of autoimmunity in the world. Mm. And I wonder if that's not why South Africa ha- is the third fattest nation in the world. Mm-hmm. There definitely is a link there. And um, selenium is a very cheap, cheap nutrient okay. that you can get at the pharmacy mm-hmm. um, and you can buy it and supplement your diet with it. And mm-hmm. that really is a must for all South Africans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, obesity is a term that we use very loosely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we are talking amongst each other as peers or whatever people outside, you sit on social media. But what exactly is obesity? Well, you're considered to be overweight if you're greater than 20 kilos overweight. Mm-hmm. If you're anywhere greater than 30 kilos overweight, you're considered to be obese. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what is the, the what's your standard body mass? That is a healthy body mass for any human being, South well, Africans preferably. Yeah. <laughs> you would have to work out your body mass index. Mm-hmm. And the World Health Organization considers a body mass index of between 20 and 25 to be a healthy body mass, mm-hmm. body mass index. Now, if you're wondering why we are interested in the subject of obesity at present on the bridge, it is because next week is National Obesity Week. And this Thursday, the 11th of October, is World Obesity Day. Uh, facts are this. The number of young South Africans suffering from obesity have doubled in six years and this is according to research published in the International Journal of how do I pronounce this word Paula I can't struggle with you in studio (laughs) E-P-I-D-E-M 
I O L O G O G Y epidemiology epidemiology <laughs> yeah. right there we go and this is a a research that was conducted in 2016 and local researchers from the University of KwaZulu Natal the University of the Witwatersrand and uh, international researchers from Denmark as well as England analyzed the body mass index of South African children adolescent and young adults from 2008 to 2015 researchers found there was a greater increase of obesity in low and middle income countries compared to global trends. Managing obesity, managing being overweight, a lot Mm. of people will say that a healthy lifestyle is a very expensive lifestyle. How do I, in a low income bracket, manage my weight healthily? This is a very interesting question and indeed it can be managed healthily. Um, One would look at, uh, do you do you need to eat high fat foods or not? Um, and high fat foods really are where the calories come in. Mm-hmm. So decreasing your fat intake is a, a vital necessity. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you need to eat high calorie foods? Do you need to eat high carb foods? Uh, protein is very expensive, but there are less expensive sources of proteins mm-hmm. that one can look at. Mm-hmm. Your legumes, for example, um, are cheaper forms of protein. Liver, for example, is a cheaper form of protein. Love liver. The, yeah, mm. absolutely. Ox liver is my favorite. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Um, and there are certain other forms of protein. I'm going to mention it. Uh, insects, mapani worms, lovely mm-hmm. forms of protein. She loves those. Very, mm-hmm. very healthy, excellent forms of protein. Um, and those pro- forms of protein are not, um, f- they, they haven't been exposed to radiation, mm-hmm. which is really a big plus. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about discrimination when it comes to obese people. How often have you come across the discrimination of obese people? And does it happen? Is it common in South Africa or in Africa, actually? It's extremely, extremely common. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a study conducted in August 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, it was entitled Obesity-Based Labor Market Discrimination, a South African study. And the results were as BMI increases, Wages increase to a point, but then the relationship becomes negative. Mm. Um, And they also concluded that obese females face far greater discrimination than obese males. Uh, Then there was further research conducted by Bergen Mendelsohn, and it was published in the South African Journal of Psychology. Mm -hmm. And what they concluded uh, was that landlords are 60% less likely to rent to obese people which is most peculiar. I mean, so oh, weird. Wow. That is absolutely so, it's, it's so cold-hearted. Mm. Yes, absolutely very cold-hearted. Yeah. Um, and they also said that 18% of employers will not employ someone who is obese under any circumstances, while 54% of employers will only employ obese patients under special circumstances. My goodness. Now, I've had experience of that myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I graduated, I weighed 113 kilos, mm-hmm. graduated cum laude, top of my class, um, and applied to industry for an internship. Mm-hmm. Uh, passed with flying colors with all the preliminary interviews, mm-hmm. and then had a telephonic interview from a company. Okay. Um, and really, I was top listed. Mm-hmm. And the question came, which startled me, how much do you weigh? That is insane. What does that have oh. to do with my capability to yeah. interview? Yeah. Yeah. On, on Here I was, yeah. this A student, very capable, and when I said 113 kilos, uh, I was turned down completely straight away, told you will not fit in with the company, uh, we are not interested anymore. Today I weigh, uh, what I weigh, 48 mm-hmm. kilos. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they would be interested in me now, <laughs> although I'm not interested <laughs> but now. But you went from what, what? one extreme to yeah. the other. Yes. Mm. Yeah. 
Nein. One extreme to the other. Mm. What okay, happened when you were on the extreme side of the extreme that you are now? Yeah. You know, I used the knowledge that I gained as a pharmacist to investigate what the reason was that I was overweight. I looked mm -hmm. at the biochemical imbalances that cause people to gain weight. Mm -hmm. So in my case, it was insulin resistance. Mm -hmm. And what we do at Eden Life is we look at the different imbalances, whether they are insulin resistance, leptin resistance, adrenaline resistance, very common in stressed individuals. Mm -hmm. um, we treat those imbalances. Oh, wow. I just want to bring it down to child obesity. Yes. Right? How do we as parents help our children and, you know, help, you know, prevent them from being obese? Apart from just, you know, packing healthy foods and cooking healthy foods. Mm. At the end of the day, the children grow. They go to school. They've got minds of their own. They take tuck money with them. You can't really govern what it is that they're ingesting. So how, where do we help them? How do we help them? Okay. You know, um, I'm very passionate about the, the effect that it has on children mm -hmm. being obese. Mm. You know, children growing up with obesity develop body dysmorphia. Mm -hmm. They actually see themselves a lot bigger than they actually are. Mm -hmm. So at Eden Life, we have a test that we do with especially young girls. Um, we ask them to draw their bodies on a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. um, and they stand in front of a mirror and look at their bodies. And inevitably, they draw themselves 10 centimeters bigger on either side. Wow. Sure. That That's the psychological you. impact that oh, obesity yes. has on a child. And bullying, I suppose, as well, just mm. takes it a little bit further, isn't it? It's exactly. And, yeah. you know, especially when they become teenagers, for teenagers, it's very important to be accepted among their peers. Mm -hmm. So teenagers develop their self-image. Um, it's based on how their peers accept them. Mm -hmm. So when they're different, it becomes catastrophic. So really, the thing that parents can do is to treat the imbalance that is causing their child to overeat. Mm -hmm. To suddenly deprive your child of all the things that they want, um, that's almost inhumane. Mm, mm, so mm. if we look at um, insulin resistance, what happens? You eat starch, you release insulin in a person who isn't insulin resistant. Mm -hmm. You eat starch, release insulin, and you digest. Mm -hmm. But when you are insulin resistant, which is what happens in children, they eat starch, release much more insulin than normal, and they get a rebound crash in serotonin. What happens then? That causes them to crave more. Mm. Yes. Mm. So they eat more yes, starch. Because mm. you want to replace also. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Then they release more insulin, drop sure. more serotonin and crave more. Mm. So the whole cycle is set up. The more they eat, the more they want. The more they eat, the more they want. Mm. I remember doing this as a child, but I didn't understand why. Why? Mm. Why was I fatter than everyone else? Why was mm. I huge? I couldn't understand it. And now that I, I know the knowledge, now I know why. Mm -hmm. So what we do is we switch off the excessive insulin release and increase the serotonin at the same time. How do you do that? With herbal supplements. Okay. When okay. you do the two together, suddenly everything changes. They start looking at food and they think, I don't want that. Mm -hmm. Not I can't have it. Mm -hmm. I actually don't, don't want, want it. it. Yeah, The body and has no need for it. That's it. And you can register. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And when you see the liberty in a child's face, when they suddenly don't want to eat the chocolate anymore, mm. it's absolutely liberating for them. Where do people contact you if they want to uh, advance this conversation and take it a little bit further? They can go to www.edenlifeclinic.com. That's edenlifeclinic.com. Well, there we go. Thank you very much. We are chatting to uh, the founder as well as pharmacist of uh, Eden Life Wellness Clinic, Paula Galvao. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much.